Welcome to Come Queens. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about diet culture and how we can say fuck you to it in 2021. (laughs) So this is a topic we haven't touched at all. Dieting. I feel like for me, it's like a little close to home. And I feel like maybe... Oh, yeah, me too. This is my vulnerable spots. Yeah, I definitely have a complicated relationship with my body. More so when I was younger. Oh, it's definitely gotten better with age. Dramatically. For me. Dramatically better. Past five years, I would say I'm I'm good. You're like... It took me that long, though. I feel like I'm, I'm... good but also like I, I still don't know what to do with like I mean I still feel very affected by diet culture like oh, I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to diet sure. I haven't tried a diet in years yeah I haven't either uh I stopped using a scale like I ditched my scale I do not own one thank god you ditched it I I just never replaced the batteries and now I feel good but I mean I would literally like yeah really? I would weigh myself constantly, constantly. when I was younger and then you change pounds like in a day and you're like, what the yeah. fuck? Do I just have to take a big poop? Like what's happening? <laughs> um, that does feel great though when you take a big poop and then you feel like lighter. Yeah. But yeah. feel lighter. I don't need to see it in numbers. <laughs> and right. I and have, then immediately go weigh myself. My scale is one of those, uh, one of like the body fat percentage measuring scales too, oh. which is even more pressure. So like now you have these two numbers. Does it do that by, do you have to put in your height? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. It can like hold different, pro. like I ordered it on Groupon. I guess it actually, honestly, Groupon. it's probably been like, it's probably been like five years since I've dieted, I would say. Yeah, about the yeah. same time frame. Um, but the last diet thing I did, I feel like was a lot better of a process. Like it wasn't like, I wasn't on like a certain regimen. I just like, uh, I used like an app and like tracked my mm, like, tracked I, what you I ate. tracked my mm. what I ate I tracked my exercise yeah I don't know if that's necessarily harmful though like people keep logs of what they do every day you keep a journal I'm like, starting yeah I'm really you know, into my calendar if you do it casual this year like that I just got a fucking calendar because now I'm taking <sighs> another online class I've got so excited I went to Staples it's Color coded, it's so cute. It's I, got bumblebees on it. Mine has, yeah, mine has stickers that came with it. And but I've started to write down like everything in my day nice. instead of just the things I have to do. So it's not just mm. tasks. Like I wrote, like oh, I hung out with this person today, nice. or like yeah. And so I can remember one of my regrets of 2020 is like so much happened, but and yet it's all one fucking blur in my mind. I wrote like a couple entries Me in the too. beginning of like the quarantine, and I was like, "This is going to be an ongoing thing. I'm going right. to do this. this I'm going to re- look history. back. On- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll look back on this like, man, what a crazy time. But no, I didn't even keep that up. I think we're just so overwhelmed by everything. Yeah, I just wanted just to like, block oh. things out. I feel like I'm, but I mean, dieting certainly was not on my mind at all in 2020. Like, definitely not. I ate so like just sugar. I wanted comfort food, food. and snacks and. Lots of time at home, you know, and everybody's like, oh, quarantine, 15, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's also like literally the last thing that we any of us should be worrying about right now is how much we weigh. Yeah, but we can't help it, though, because you can definitely see it when I'm like even even my friend who's like 
very very skinny never like size zero she was like I can't fit into a pair of pants I have and I was like dude welcome to my world right right yeah I got pants that I can't close all the way my my main thing is like I don't feel like buying I I don't want to buy new clothes that's just a pain in my ass yeah but you know whatever we have to let our bodies be be themselves yeah and I definitely what was the first how what age do you think you started your first diet would you say hmm that is a tricky one I I mean I think in elementary school like fifth grade is when I first started noticing that my body was a little bigger like than the rest of my friends like a lot of friends were like real like just naturally built skinny yeah and small and I always had like larger thighs yeah the average bear and (laughs) (laughs) I think that's when I noticed I don't know if I was dieting then or maybe I was like watching my how much food I ate I was probably doing portion control in elementary school but high school was definitely like crazy trying Special K diet. Do you remember when they were doing those advertisements yeah, for like, that fucking commercial? I fucking did. Cereal? I feel like I I did the special K. I, it's ridiculous. It's eat cereal three four times a day. <laughs> I mean, that's, what the fuck? That's not good. Kellogg's. It's not good that's for the anti masturbation fucking cereal also, too. Like, cereal is not like even no. like, good for you food. And they would have you know they had the ones with the little chocolate chunks. I in bought it. that and for dessert. <laughs> Bro, it's so fucked up. Yeah. And and I do eat my cereal for dessert together. nowadays. I do. That do is you? like, it's my late night snack. I don't need it for breakfast. It's no way to start the day. I it's do a it. way to end it. Yeah, I do. It. Well, I did eat um, Cinnamon Captain Toast Crunch. Crunch oh, um, nice. The berry one for All breakfast. berry? Oops, all berries. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like, I like the little Captain Crunch. Yeah. Too. But yeah, cereal is good for nighttime. Yeah. Like, that's a good nighttime snack. I think so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I distinctly remember in the seventh grade, like the first time I made like a dieting pact with my best friend. Oh. Yeah. Um, I did it secretly. Yeah, that's when <laughs> we and I feel like maybe we even made it into a competition. Mm. I'd have to verify. You do love competition. I, I would imagine. I yes. do. I'd have to like I'd have to verify the deets. But I just nat for me, I was naturally like as soon as I started to get tall. I naturally just started to get thinner. Right. Yeah. It I wasn't think, like a trying thing. I think that and then happened I was for a lot of people. Still trying to get yeah thinner. That's crazy. I ate. I remember I ate for lunch every day in middle school. I would eat. Well, I had a brief stint of vegandom that was like really unhealthy. I had a stint of vegetarianism. And I didn't like have the nutritional. So I would eat just a plain jelly sandwich, like just jelly. No, no wh- peanut butter. Fat. It's fatty. Oh, peanut butter. So I ate a spoonful of peanut oh, butter last night. Me too. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, no. I didn't eat a spoonful. I actually, like, I put peanut butter on top of an ice cream sandwich. Just like, Ooh. it's delicious. Huh. Delicious. Ice cream sandwiches are my new that's favorite new dessert. Thing? Okay. Yeah. Dude, root beer floats. <gasps> that's my new thing. Oh, Fucking some what, really good what vanilla kind bean. Of root beer? Um, any kind of get, any but kind. I've got AW. I love AW. That's... <laughs> But I'll take any kind of root beer, except for the real, like, bitter. The super. Yeah, those, like, real mm. natural My ones. uncle I'm had. Not, I'm not about that. Somebody in my uncle's family used to make homemade root beer, and it was, like, mm. so fucking good. So fucking good. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, I, I dieted. Or, so I ate that. I ate a jelly sandwich 
a thing of applesauce and then baby carrots like every day for lunch, every single day. Yeah. And like then we wrapped our stomachs in saran wrap because you did the wrapping. We did. Wow. We did that together. We would like we did. I will say we did exercise, which like, yeah, I honestly really enjoyed. We used to do I still do Pilates. We used to go to Pilates every single day together at because my mom would go to the gym every day. She was big into swimming. And I, I, this is an area that I give my mom like all the credit. Like, never did I think she was going. It never even crossed my mind weight. that she was going to lose weight. She's she like, I love to it. swim. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she got me in a habit of like doing gym things when I was young, which like you know, exercise is great. Uh, but yeah. And then later, I graduated into like, have you ever done? Oh. The apple cider vinegar. Have you ever used that? Uh, no, but I was doing research for this show, and there's a lot of that, like soaking shit in apple cider vinegar or just drinking it straight up with water, and that's like a detox cleanse shit. Yeah, the what? grapefruit The diet. only thing I've used apple cider vinegar for is to catch gnats in the kitchen. <laughs> and it doesn't do a great job. Well, well mine's worked. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with my house. <laughs> but I did... Um, and then when I I gained a shitload of weight right after I like moved out when I started college, um, mm. but it was also my birth control's fault. I gained like fifty pounds in a year. Whoa! Which was, it was. I mean, it that was, you got the implant. The I got the depo shot. Oh, the shots. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't even honestly, I didn't even notice it happening until one day I did. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was fuck. like, because I didn't have a scale then either. And then I was like, oh my god. But, you know, then like so then I took these they came out. The FDA approved their first like over the counter weight loss medicine. What is it called? I think it's called Ally, I want to say. And it would like basically it was supposed to like trap fat and then you just shit it out. It's like a pill. Yeah. And it would just give you the runs. And honestly, I didn't take it for that long because I was like, this doesn't feel. So it's just a what do you call it? What's X lax laxative? It wasn't a laxative, though. It didn't like make you shit. It just supposedly took some of the fat out of what you were eating. Oh, wow. And then you shat it out. But it made your shit look like oily. Ugh. Yeah. So I think it was doing that, uh-huh. but gross. Yeah. Um, I don't want oil. But... Not, not exciting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it's, not, it's not a good history of me doing that. And I think I do still have thoughts about restrictive eating. Mm. you know I yeah every once in a while I do especially because if I'm staying up later obviously you get a little hungry you're watching tv you're reading a book you're like I want a snack (laughs) yeah and then I'm like well some nights I've been like I already ate a lot like I'm not I shouldn't put more sugar in my body yeah you know and I think part of that is like I is like weight shame and also part of it is like I just need to go to bed. Like, I shouldn't be eating and, like, staying up. Yeah. You know? I'm a big late night eater. Although, I've always wondered what this bullshit is about. Like, They say don't it's bad eat. for you. Yeah. Is that... I don't they think... They say it gives you nightmares, too. Especially if you eat cheese late at night. I eat cheese late at night a lot. And <laughs> Do like, you have a lot of nightmares? That doesn't happen. Okay. No, I don't have a lot of nightmares. Um... <laughs> Sometimes I do. They're recurring. And when they are, they're recurring and terrified. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel I feel like it's it's something that like I'm still trying to get away from. And especially yeah. just not even just the diet aspect, but like how I look at my body, your own body. Yeah, yeah. But I just try to, to like replace. I mean, I definitely am conscious of like I don't like I don't really buy like I I don't bring things into my house that I'm going to. 
not want to eat later i feel like like i feel like my first line line of defense if i'm restrictive eating really is like at the grocery store Mm. you know like i'm not just buying whatever i don't know but I am really trying to stay away from like processed foods, just in general. Like I'm well, trying to that, cook I all my own. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, but then I'm always like, ah, you know, like I'm always questioning myself, like, which part of me is this? Is this just like a healthy? Is this a healthy choice I'm making, mm-hmm. or not? Nah. Um, you cook a lot of your own food, though. I, do. I think you make some pretty good eating choices. Yeah, and I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to put in whatever yeah like like salt or sugar oh i love salt yeah salt but like and i love baking like sugar desserts oh yeah yeah. but i do have a thing like i'm not gonna waste my eating like i'm not gonna eat some bullshit sugar thing like when i could eat something that's really amazing and sugary that That, i I think that's a great uh (laughs) mindset but i definitely don't do that (laughs) Except I'm for like, ice cream. I love. I'm like, give me that bullshit. I want it right now. I want that immediate gratification of the sugar high. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's our little brains go. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. They love it. But yeah, I love ice cream. That's my ice new cream's good. favorite thing. But it's really hard to get it late at night around here, which bothers me. Mm. I mean, I want to go to the ice cream. St- I would go to the ice cream store at like midnight if, if it was available. Um, but anyway, dieting. If you don't already know, this doesn't fucking work. Yeah. So even if you were doing it, bad news if you're going to fail. There's been many studies (laughs) on this, but yet we, in America, we have a, what is it? $4.2 trillion wellness industry. And guess what? The top uh, portion of that is beauty and anti-aging, which I think also... Primarily affects women. First of all, the idea that you could like shit. stop aging is it's yeah, it's a little ridiculous. And number two is healthy eating slash weight loss, which is seven hundred and two billion of that whole industry. Yeah, that. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And they just keep outlandish. coming out with more shit. I saw. So they say that by the time women are forty-five years old, they've attempted sixty-one diets Ooh. and have spent on average thirty-one years of their life dieting. So, like, my whole life would be having (laughs) dieting only a short 14 years from now. So, you must start. Well, yeah, we start young. Yeah. Girls' self-esteem peaks at age nine. Oh. Right? And But now I think about it, I'm like, fourth grade was when I first started. And so, and 42% of first to third graders want to be thinner. First to third. Mm. By the time you're 10 years old, 80% of 10-year-old girls are worried about being fat. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's how I felt when I was younger. I mean, and what's the, like, what's the fear? Well, I mean, I guess people will, ju- I mean, that's a legitimate fear because people are, do judge you and are not. Yeah, and it's your people. peers. I mean, you're, you, you see your friends who, there's a lot of young girls who are not, who don't develop early, right? And so you have a lot of, like, thin, younger friends probably, and you're constantly comparing yourself to each other. Right, which is just toxic and then bombarded by well, we had magazines and we had a little bit of the internet at that time. We had dial up, yeah, but we we still got some got some shit on there. Yeah, like to a certain extent, for sure. I yeah. mean, like you know, or like Disney Channel. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know, for they sure. were all pretty standard yeah. looking. You know the um, 
the default body, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's that, yeah, 91% of of women dislike their bodies and 97% think at least one intense negative body thought every day. Ooh, wow. I, I think I think a negative body thought every day. Every day? Every day, I would say. I mean, I don't know if it's like an intense, I wouldn't necessarily call it intense. Yeah. But I'm like, ugh. I don't know. But I'm really, I hide it pretty much. Like, I, I don't ever share my negative body thoughts aloud, really. I'm not like somebody who, like, says to my husband, oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't say it to my husband. Um, I It definitely does come up when you're with, like, girlfriends, though. That always, you know, and we got to stop that. But I feel like we do a good job in our little friend group. Yeah. Because I think... What we talk about when we talk about our insecurities, I think we talk about like, oh, and isn't it fucked up that right, right, that right. we we know it's a problem. We know it's bad, <laughs> and we acknowledge. Like, I feel like you know, you can also acknowledge that you're having those feelings. Like, that's where I I have trouble. I really struggle. I've actually had like problems in relation, like other female friendships, where I've been like, I can't listen to you tell constant. me that you're yeah. fucking always telling me you mm-hmm. think you're fat. Yeah. Especially when you're skinnier than me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I'm like, do you, I, I always just want to say to those people, well, do you think I'm fat? Do you, like, well, and they would probably answer no, because I think a lot of it is body dysmorphia. Right. I'm realizing I think I had that when I was younger, because I look back on the pictures of me. I am so skinny, but I so literally thought skinny. I was so much bigger than everybody else. And, and I, now I'm remembering, like, you know when you sit and you have the line? Oh, yeah, I have that, I was yeah. so self-conscious about that. Wow. And I was like, that means I'm fat. And also, there was, like, this episode... This is burned in my brain. There's this <laughs> episode of, like, the Today Show. And I think it... I yeah, forgot who it that, was. Matt. Yeah, I it, bet it was it, Matt Lauer. It definitely <laughs> wasn't Matt Lauer. It was, it was one of the women. But, like, they were, like... Yeah, this is how you know you need to lose weight. If you stand in front of the mirror naked, you jump up and down. And if anything is still moving after you jump up and down, then you need to lose weight what? and go on a diet. If and I was anything? like, Yeah. And and then I did that, of course, and I was like, fuck. Everything's moving. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and that's so bullshit. Fuck, fuck the Today Show. I know. And like the, the things that they say. Oh, because I was trying to look up for this episode. I was I was trying to look up like how you should just you know because everyone's always trying to lose the last five or ten pounds. Like everybody's always saying that, yeah, and how I like, just need to lose this much and then I'll be good. Yeah, but yeah. it's always like these little minute. Like I, I feel like that's what people who are already very thin say things like that. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like, but I was trying to look up like you know about how fucking wrong that is. But it just was just constantly like how to lose that stubborn five yeah. pounds back fat fucking you're just like it's it's literally everywhere and you can't escape it and then all these people on my you know facebook are out here being like posting their transformation Mm -hmm. journeys and before and after pictures i have a lot of friends on facebook and instagram (sighs) doing that too their weight loss hashtag weight loss journey yeah transformation tuesday oh is that what that is yeah and so i'll just be like you know, I, it's very, it's very hard. Um, but they say diet culture is actually the, it is when we start um, using like our weight to be linked to our value. 
And, oh, yeah. And like that's like that's the core principle that like somehow what you weigh is going to affect, you know, your your worth as a person, your worth as a person yeah. and that it matters more than your well-being. But then mm-hmm. they conflate it with health. And I think that's where we're at that's, now. Yeah. Oh, like, definitely. I think a lot of people have come to the realization that like eating, you know, special K three meals a day isn't a way to get like live your best life or like that that's toxic. But I think that there's still that other gap where people are like, but it's just wellness. Mm-hmm. We're just being healthy. And like how much you weigh doesn't like thin people can be unhealthy. Right. And fat people can be healthy. Like it's both ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's this new like detoxing, cleansing, cleansing culture that's been happening. I think that's really, really tied to the idea of wellness and it's like masking itself as wellness. But it is a diet. That's what detoxing and whatever this fucking cleansing thing is the idea that you have to cleanse your body by not eating by depriving yourself (laughs) of food and nutrients and uh, drinking lemon water or whatever the fuck you do and that's healthy and then your body thanks you for that is ridiculous yeah and i and you can't really tell i mean because there are aspects of wellness that like i don't think are unhealthy you know what i mean like Yes, mindfulness, meditation, oh, yoga, yeah. like whatever. That's good shit. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, great, great. I mean, so long as you're not like, I have to do this so that I can conform to beauty standards that you will never. That's the thing. No matter what you do, you will never reach. Like, I just feel like it's completely unattainable for anybody or at least in like whatever the standard is. Like, I don't even think right, it's Right, because poss- it, is, it is constantly changing. changing. Yeah. And... It's not possible because what we see is photoshopped, altered, like the shit doesn't exist in real life. Yeah. I love Jamila Jamil because she's like really going in on diet culture and she's like come Mm -hmm. for Kim Kardashian and she's encouraging Instagram to like not allow uh, ads that are like really sponsored posts because celebrities get paid to post. Um and she's like, you're selling people laxative. She had an eating disorder mm-hmm. and she's just like very intent on fighting back on this and saying like, also, it's very unethical to market this stuff to children, yeah. which it is. She said, um, and she said, why should we be doomed um, to waste our fine minds counting calories, pounds, stones and inches when we could be counting meaningful experiences, money and orgasms? Hell yeah. Way to way to slip that orgasm in there. Right. I love that. And this is, I mean, I definitely think this has a very direct link to our sex lives. You know? Yeah. Like, one, because if you're not eating, your sex drive is going to be down Mm -hmm. and fuck you up. And two, like, obviously, if you don't feel good about your body and you're just constantly hating yourself, that's not going to be good for your sex. Yeah, you don't feel sexy. You don't feel like people desire you. Yeah. Um,. I found some stats about, like, the New Year's resolutions, which I thought was interesting. So 2021, they already did. Um, This is YouGov.com. And so 50% of people want to exercise more. 48% want to lose weight. And then 39% want to improve diet. So losing weight and exercising are most common. It's been the most common for years since they've been tracking this. Um, But out of uh, the different... Um, 
age uh, areas. So millennials, 38% are most likely to make resolutions compared to Gen Z or boomers. But millennials are more likely to want to save money for their ultimate resolution. Gen Z... That's because we're just like... Yeah, we're realizing the economy. Yeah, exactly. We don't have money to waste on your diet products. We can, yeah, we don't have shit. We, we can't. Have- we can't afford rent. Like, we need money. <laughs> yeah, millennials are definitely fucked. But Gen Z, I think it's because they're they're in they're this, like teenagers, right? Like Gen Z is teenager, young and adult, young adults, and the Instagram culture. Yeah, and Instagram stuff. and TikTok. Their top one is losing weight, which makes sense. Like that's what my new year's resolutions were when i was younger and boomers are exercise more which i think makes sense they're like i'm old i need to get out there and get going <laughs> right and that's actually like a healthier goal oh yeah like, yeah because it's I mean, not our there's bodies no like need definitive movement. like i'm doing this because i need to lose weight or because i'm i feel fat right uh, yeah i definitely think uh, but I mean, also the exercise can go the other way too. Like sometimes it can even, be an addiction, even in how people like certain, you know, teachers that I've had for, for exercise, like mm-hmm. will sometimes make like body shaming com. you know, like, Oh, this is how you get rid of those stubborn love handles. Yeah, dude. Teaching, teaching like wellness and, and that in high school, I think is tricky and also like a big responsibility and I don't know if I had the best teachers for that too I remember having to calculate our BMI in in health class and we had to share it we had to share it in in class and we had to we had to track our eating what we did that was one of the assignments and we had an eating log and yeah that art that is uh, this is fucking school institutionalizing <laughs> this fucking shit in your brain and you're like I am I am heavier than this person that's already teaching you bad habits and like and BMI like, is a terrible measurement yeah it's as not well. accurate well and so is weight like yeah. because you don't yeah your muscle yeah like it's it varies <sighs> in person to person I love that picture there's like a picture that shows a bunch of different women who weigh 150 oh, pounds oh yeah, yeah I've seen that too yeah. yeah and like you're like oh wow you know I remember one day my coworker was like it's not like I weigh 150 pounds and I was like thinking to myself like I for sure weigh more than 150 pounds like she granted she was like five she was very short she was like five, okay. five two <laughs> so to her like that's a different way. right yeah that but either way I was just like you know I just remember like slinking down on my seat every comment somebody makes about other people's bodies like I feel like yeah even when you hear someone commenting on someone else's body you I take that and think about it in terms oh yeah of my you're own like body. How, exactly how, how do I look compared to that yeah yeah which why are we yeah we can't compare each other <sighs> we can't stop it though I know. Especially when you're young and that's when all this shit gets ingrained in you and then you start learning habits and it's hard to break those those habits. Yeah. I mean, and even if you're trying really hard, like with your kids, like they're still going to get in all these other messages. Oh, constantly. Yeah. You know? Bombarded with this. Especially TikTok. I mean, TikTok is really, I love TikTok. I'm on it a lot. Um, but I've, there's a lot of harmful, like, little hashtags that are going around like um uh wide rib cage videos it's what like what the fuck is that it's, it's on tiktok they have these things like everyone with like big chins can i see all the big chins where are they at you know like stupid little things like that and it but it is breaking down 
people's bodies. So people are putting out their insecurities like that and trying to find other people. But then I feel like it just kind of heightens it and makes people hyper aware of their own bodies and how they compare to all these other people on TikTok. But yeah, wide, wide rib cage. I found that and it's just like, I get it. It is people with wider rib cages. It's not like the typical hourglass figure, which people don't. A lot of people don't have that. I don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and why do they compare our bodies to like you're an apple or you're a oh, fucking yeah, yeah, pear? Like, apple. Why classic. are we? Sh- yeah, we're not. We're just. We just are. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. There's all these weight loss challenges, weight loss journeys, what I eat in a day. There's a lot of that. Like a lot of influencers on TikTok are like. So people have been asking what I eat in a day. And it's like fucking a yogurt yeah, I had, bowl. I had three nuts. Yeah, a yogurt bowl for breakfast, a couple nuts for lunch, and then like boiled chicken for dinner. You know, just like, and Thinspiration, hashtag Thinspiration, all that harmful shit. Because I remember like, yeah, and then it just changes like thigh gap. Remember when yes. thigh gaps were cool? Now thick. Now everyone wants thick thighs. Come on. I I'm can't finally, even keep up. I'm finally in trouble. I know. <laughs> I'm in vogue. I had a, a friend on Instagram who posted the other day, like, basically, now my body is being fetishized. But mm-hmm. I've always felt insecure about my body because I've been told all of these things. And yeah. now my, and, and like, it doesn't make you feel better. Like, once it shifts gears and you're the, the winner body. Right. <laughs> um, but I think that it's, like, really foundational to like changing this is is so much related to feminism in that like we waste our fucking lives and our and money be- our money <laughs> our mental energy our oh, time yeah. you know like how much time of our lives have we wasted thinking about what our bodies look like or trying to conform to some standard we never can when we could be like being powerful badasses yeah and I think a lot of that time is wasted when you're young and that's when you're forming your identity. That's when you're taking all these new things in the world. Like there needs to be more initiative initiatives for young girls out there to like accept their bodies and live healthy lives and not and not push these fucking diet and what do you what do you call those again? The fucking juice detox. Yeah. That's the new trend. Yeah, and like they have teas and lollipops mm-hmm. and like the shit is just toxic. And you know, it, and it's just like it, it's just laxatives for the most part. Yeah. Um I think that you know, and I think a lot of times too like our first teachers are are family members Mm -hmm. unfortunately and Mm -hmm. i think that's and and yeah and a lot of uh, probably a lot of people have had relationships with their moms where they either shared like dieting tips and tricks with their moms or um witnessed their their moms or even dads i don't know um Uh, feel maybe my dad a little bit i mean he was he was a marathon runner so he he definitely like was a little addicted to running right you know, you there's that. The, oh, he got the runner's high a lot. Yeah. 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 And, you know, unhealthy habits, whatever. But, yeah, you got to really be, God, fucking having children is so scary. It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> it's just but, like, oh, my God, hmm. you got to worry about your own perception of yourself. And then the kids are constantly watching you. So they're picking up on, like, how do I 
navigate the world. I see my mom is uncomfortable with her body. Should I be uncomfortable with mine? Even though she might be telling me, you know, you're so skinny, you know. I had a fam- even that's harmful. I had a family member that. who would like go to stores with me and say things like point at another woman in the store and mm-hmm. be like, am, am I fatter than her? Yeah, that's. And I was like a mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, I really. And then like still to this day, this family member body shames me for like what? being a smaller human than uh, they are. Yeah, yeah. And okay. like, oh, it's just, and I like, I just don't know like how to even respond to it. It At this point, it triggers me like it is so inappropriate that anyone would ever comment on your body unless they want to say something nice to you and like they know you first of all like I don't want anybody you know yeah I had a weird dude be like oh you're a vegetarian like oh that's why you you know like Mm -hmm. you don't eat anything like people that I got I even when I was when I did go through that growth spurt and I got like pretty but then people were like oh you're you have no ass you're too like a it was still not right. Like even when I was super thin and like, I feel like that's, yeah. And then people are like telling me to eat and stuff yes. or whatever. Like it's not a, it's not okay to comment on other people's bodies. My, one of my dad's friends said to me when I was a kid, last time I saw you, you were short and fat and now you're tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. And like that comment. What the fuck do you even say to that one? First of all, I was like 12 years old. I was like, I would say I was 12, maybe 13. I was very young. So it's fucking gross. You fucking pervert. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and then like, and I remember telling my, I remember telling my grandmother like, hey, like, I hate this dude. I, I, (laughs) hey, this guy sucks. This guy is your son. No, no, it's not. It wasn't her son. (laughs) It's the opposite side of the family. And she was like, well, why is that upsetting to you? And I'm like, what What? do you mean? He's talking about my body. She's like, are you sure that wasn't a compliment? Granted, her mother would be like, you know, like super, you know, constant. Like my great grandmother was definitely constantly, you know, talking about size and not eating and all of this mm, stuff okay you know so you have to so we got to break the cycle but i think we have to figure Definitely. out how to approach people when you hear these things in the world and just be like maybe that doesn't seem like a very nice way to talk about yourself what about that mm. what do you think about that one for when someone's berating their, their own, own body yeah i like that yeah and, and i like like hey you're talking mean about my friend stop that i don't like that yeah that doesn't yeah. i just like mean and nice and mean i yeah. feel like are like very to, kindergarten level to the but point, like but yeah or i like for if someone's commenting on my body i'd say that's or just in general my new is like that's not appropriate mm. and i feel like that that's like it's to the point you don't have to say a whole lot you don't have to argue with them you know yeah. And be like, I, and then again, I don't appreciate it. Or just like a no thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. And we have to resist the urge to like shame, shame each other. If mm-hmm. you don't like someone because they're an asshole, just say they're an asshole. You don't have to comment about what they look like about yeah. it. And so like you fat fuck, you're an asshole. Right. Exactly. Like, I feel like that, that, that's a go to, you know, thing that I I feel like we have to have to be better about. But I just yeah. I I I think it's gonna be like a constant battle. 
I think that this is going to like go on. Well, it's on. relearning. Yeah, to figure out how we can be better. Naomi Wolf, who wrote The Beauty Myth, said, A culture fixated on female thinness is not an obsession about female beauty, but an obsession about female obedience. Mm. Dieting is the most potent political sedative in history. Ooh, damn, I like that. But like... Good words. Yeah. Wolf, is that her name? Yeah, Naomi Wolf. Yeah. Um, oh! I feel like... But that really hit me. Because it is like... Sometimes I think that when I think about feminism and I like I think we restrict ourselves in I mean in our eating but in so many ways like mm-hmm. I feel like we police our ourselves our bodies oh, constantly yeah, our yeah. behaviors to try to fit yeah. fit into things that are we could never fit into mm-hmm. like our genes no like yeah. who's gonna lay. I know. Laying the laying down the my sucking mom, in. My mom said she. Ooh, it was my phone. My <laughs> mom said she did that uh, constantly when she was younger. That's how she would fit into the high waisted bell bottoms. And it like go down, zip it up. I did do that to fit into this really badass ski suit <laughs> that my friend got me as a gift. But that's only because it was from Goodwill. There wasn't a size choice. And it's the only special. way that I can have it is if I lay down. And once I got it on, I couldn't move my whole, t- my whole torso. But the rest of my body moves. And so, like, if it would ever fucking snow, you yeah. know, I'm ready. It's coming out. I'm ready. And you bought sleds, too. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that if we start to frame it as like an act of revolt, maybe we can feel better about it. And if you don't want to do it for yourself, like personally, I'm not as good about like doing things for myself as I am about like doing things for maybe the collective whole. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like it's more inspirational to me. Uh, But I read The Body or I listened to The Body is Not an Apology Mm. by Sonia Renee Taylor. And she said... Radical self-love summons us to be our most expansive selves, knowing that the more unflinchingly powerful we allow ourselves to be, the more unflinchingly powerful others feel capable of being. Our unapologetic embrace of our bodies gives others permission to unapologetically embrace ours. And her old book... Nice, yeah. That makes sense. Her book frames it, too, as like once you start saying, you know, like it's a slippery slope, like fat versus thin, Mm -hmm. and then, then that's where you get into you know, discrimination of all sorts, ableism, you know, racism, um, people who like may be viewed as less attractive because they don't conform to their gender Mm -hmm. in the way that people expect or they are gender nonconforming. Like it actually is foundational to the whole thing. It's not just like me and my body. Yeah, that's awesome. Because ultimately, if you're saying your body sucks, then you are saying that other people's bodies suck too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's hard though, you know? Yeah, it is hard. I posted the other day on this women's group that I'm in saying that I wanted to figure out how to moisturize my lips because they're ah. so stupidly dry. Like, yeah. it's, it's upsetting. And I got a lot of great suggestions, but one of the terrible oh, suggestions I got was that I should go get lip, lip injections. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, the thought of it. The thought of go it. Go put some shit in your lips for yeah. them to be she, she said it will make it more moist what? but i see those things i am in these women's you know crazy. i am in these groups on facebook and stuff and then you know people do talk about diet culture and then oh yeah and a lot of these multi-level marketers mm-hmm. 
clean eating. Oh, There's gosh. another clean eating. We need to really do an episode on fucking MLMs. MLMs. In, in the women's community. So it's like you have to almost like learn how to translate this bullshit. Like yeah. clean eating means crazy restrictive eating. Expecting yourself right. to eat yeah. zero sugar is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if it's just natural sugars, okay. But like some people right, are fruit. even some people don't fuck with fruit. Fruit's good for you guys. Uh, yeah. Fruit is good. <laughs> it's got sugar in it, but it's good for you. Eat fruits. Eat vegetables. Eat all eat types. Starches. Eat carbs. Eat fat. Yeah. Eat protein. You want it all. Yeah, because those low carb, low low fat, no carb, all that bullshit does not work. And then they change it over time. Like I feel like in the nineties, like yes. when we were coming up, no Atkins. low fat was the big. I feel like that was, yeah. you know, fat-free everything. Yeah. But, like, that shit is filled with disgusting shit. Like, I always get, like, full-fat sour cream. And, I like, I don't buy low-fat anything because they usually just, like, add more That's bullshit to it. Or, or they actually add sugar hmm. to, to like, combat the lack of fat to give it more flavor. You know, because fat gives flavor. Oh. It's a key foundation hmm. in the cooking, the cooking continuum. <laughs> But I just, I think we can all, like, it's not normal to have disordered eating. And I think probably we've all experienced that at some point. Yeah, and I think it's, it's like, been normalized. And it is constantly being normalized on these social media networks. <laughs> is that the term? Social media? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your fucking TikToks, your goddamn Instagram. <laughs> It's because it, people are constantly posting shit like that because they they're seeing other people with weight loss journeys and doing trying all sorts of things and talking about their weight and or like I just see even just the pictures of people that I'll see on there sometimes I'm just like first of all how do you even take that picture like I know you in real life right like how did you make that happen because whatever it is I don't know how to take those like stunningly people do know how to do stuff I like know. that yeah. And they know like Looks their cool. angles, and who knows what they're because you can like Photoshop yourself on apps. Yeah, there's a, all sorts of apps for it. And even I was looking, I was trying to make a TikTok. Man, I'm fucking failing I at TikTok so bad. Did it you was see? Cute. <laughs> so no, Am so I too old. I made I made this TikTok. I was trying. I posted it on Come Queen's Instagram, but oh, I was tr- <laughs> that was the beginning. I I opened my TikTok the like last night, and I had this video that I had been trying to make that was just sitting there from when I made the post on our Instagram about like the mother the daughter and the mm-hmm. holy bitch mm-hmm. so I like, had this whole vision of this TikTok that I was gonna make and so I like managed to find this picture of a church and like put it in there and then by that's <laughs> pretty ex- advanced well except screen. for that I failed at it so badly I thought that was a joke of you doing the hands no that's not a joke that's me joking. legitimately trying to make a video that's like an actual raw footage of my failed TikTok and then I but then I showed I like, it it's so meta she's joking about herself how she doesn't know <laughs> so then I I showed it well yeah because then I was like I don't know how to do this so I showed it to our friend and she was like oh definitely post that <laughs> I have like a hundred views. That's nothing on TikTok. A hundred views on it? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, when I was making TikToks, the filters. Yeah. That, but like, I don't think I do. could identify like Snapchat filters when you look like a little cat or some shit, mm-hmm. or like they make you sparkly. I know someone's filtering, 
But like TikTok filters are very like low key, I feel like. Yeah, you can like slightly make your face thinner. Even iPhone has that like on the portrait mode where you can like, yeah, where it makes your face look thinner. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and our friend showed me that a TikTok trend that's body shaming right now where it like flip inverts your face, where it like switches the sides of your yes. face and everyone's saying how ugly they are and mm-hmm. crying. Yeah. What? That's that's not fun. It's yeah, it's crazy. Like do things that spark joy for you. And if eating a donut or and it's not like, oh, and you can totally eat a donut when you want. Like, I feel like when they say that, That's, too, you're yeah. just like, they're like, let, your your, day. let yourself eat a donut. It's cheat day. I eat pizzas once a week. Like, I eat pizza whenever I want to eat. Yeah. When I want pizza. pizza. Like, <laughs> I love cheese. Yeah. I love cheese. But there there is. um Somebody tried to make so there's a petition out there on change.org to ban fasting diet um, advertisements from TikTok. So you can you can look. We should link to it. Yeah, we'll link to I'll it link. in our show notes. There, because there is on TikTok. I get fasting diet. Um, what is it? Intermittent. Intermittent fasting. That's like the main thing. And they're like telling you that no, that whatever type of body you are, you're going to be on a different schedule. Like you might be on only eating eight hours a day. Or like, only... What the fuck is this? It's so crazy. I even got on Reddit. I'm like, Reddit? What the f- I thought you were a safe space. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I know. I know. I tried. I was looking up this gym the other day and I should never have done it because now that's all my ads have taken. Are you in going the, to a gym? Gone in that direction. During Corona, Chris? <sighs> No, I'm. I was fantasizing. Yeah. Well, yeah. there is a gym. Listen, I would like to go to a gym. There's I a go gym swimming. at the end of my street that's 24 hours, and there was a part of me that thought to myself, maybe if I went at like 11 at night, then I could, like, still sketchy. But I get and I get such a surge of energy from exercising that yeah. I couldn't. That exercising at night is problematic. Like right. I, right. if I do exercise in the evening, I look up like nighttime. When I search for it, because mm. for a video, like so, a cool down because I really I do need, I mean I need to exercise more this year because I was in such a good formation and now it's fucking with my head and right yeah and and also like yeah it's really peaceful time for me if it's the right kind but not these crazy I mean it's like a cult some of these exercise places like CrossFit it's like out of control oh, yeah. It's out of control. And like, it can be dangerous, too. They're not, like, like promoting healthy um, forms. So yeah. You can injure yourself. That's what I've seen. Yeah. A lot of, like, back injuries and shit from that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got to be careful. Look out for yourself. Yeah. And if anybody has, like, g- better ideas, I personally would love to get better at how to address when I hear, how, when I, how to talk to people when I hear them using body negative statements around yeah. me. You know? I feel like for me it's triggering, so I could end up like just being a dick about it. Mm. <laughs> but I I will not say you're not fat. I I I swore off of that years ago. If somebody well, says that to me, yeah, I, I don't won't know. Say it. Like the word fat too is like interesting. Like I don't know how I feel about it. Like is it? Well, a lot of people now are self-identifying as, as fat, right? That's a and new they thing. actually say don't. Like, don't say I'm not fat because then you're taking away how I. Right. Like, and, and well, the problem is, is that we've connected fat to a judgment. Yes. And that fat equals bad. Right. Yes, exactly. We all have fat. You would literally die without it. Yes. Fat is good. Fat is good. It's important. Women have more fat than 
men than men naturally and that's and just that's, facts of life and that's to that's actually like good for us it's like keeps our you know if we have babies it, it, yeah uh protects them protects the uterus yeah that's I why know. you got a little pooch here little everyone's pooch. got a goddamn pooch right let that pooch be i know i we're so, kangaroos i find my husband really likes my pooch like that's like and i used to, to be yeah and i used to be really weird like when we first got together i was like don't don't touch my don't pooch. touch don't touch my my fat that's what i would say oh i'd be like don't touch you know because it would make good because it makes me self-conscious yeah but that's not but he likes it you know and yeah. i think like, that's a good thing about having a good partner too who's supportive like my my husband too is like never body shame me like and i've definitely brought up in the past like man when we first met i was so skinny huh <laughs> yeah I'm like look at me now he's like you're fucking beautiful i love you like yeah and he's just like you know just immediately grabs me and just you know yeah it's just gotta you gotta love yourself like a good healthy romantic partner loves you <laughs> right and never do i hear my husband like sitting around like thinking about his own weight, his own like weight and body, in the way that I do. Yeah, you know, you see him jumping up and down the mirror, and see it's still moving. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I feel like we can jo- like joke about things, but like yeah, that's not. I, I always think that's interesting because like people will call him fat, like his friends will like in a jokey way, but sure. I just always think like <laughs> my friends were like, "Hey, fat." I would not oh like. Oh my god! That. I would just cry. No. Yeah, I would not I would enjoy just, that. But like, <laughs> doesn't seem like fun and games to me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that. Yeah, like we just have to get better at like, and it, and it sucks. Like I, I feel like I, we're not in a place to be able to discuss like at all what it's like to live in a bigger body. You right. Know, because yeah. we've never had that experience. Us two specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and so like. I don't know. What no that... matter how big we thought we were right. at the time, but it, by societal views, we are right on the on the smaller yeah. end of the spectrum. And I feel like I yeah. And I had, I had a friend who posted something that just made me think so much about it. Like, well, one like the privilege that that gives me, mm-hmm. and and like that people. I mean, I've heard other people say that like people out in the world will say things to them about their body or they get judged. I think that they don't get like as good of medical treatment and they're just like, Oh, doctors are very fat phobic. Like, Oh, you lose weight. You'll be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, it doesn't. Oh, that's the constant thing from doctors. That's what I always heard. You know, it's just like if anyone goes in with a problem, they're like, Oh, it's because you need to lose weight. Right. And like, that's not always going to be an indicator. Like people come in different shapes and sizes. That's just like, you know, pets. I think I think animals. We're all pets. No, no. I think I feel like my cats are. Oh yeah, your my cats, cats are such good body good inspo. Yeah, because like my cat would never waste a second of her life like thinking, "Did I eat too much today?" Like no. they just do. Like animals show you. Like there, no other animal besides humans are out here like restrictive eating like because that would no. be it's, it's but also a lot of animals are food motivated so that could be unhealthy well because to survive 
Well, I mean, my dog's doing pretty good, but she'll eat. She'll overeat. Yeah, any. Yeah, well, that's true. She won't stop eating. But that's pets. But like na- animals in nature. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You also don't really see. Yeah, animals in nature are just like eating what they need to eat to survive. Yeah, yeah. And that, and I think that that's like more what the push is towards. Like intuitive eating is like the new. Oh, is that the new term? We could talk. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll we intuitive can address that eating. at a later. But I think the the foundation of it is like actually listening to your body. Hey, I'm really checking in with your body. Yeah, I think that's what because we my lose new touch. goal in 2021 is to actually physically check in with my body daily. Like actually for my sit emotional down. piece too, because yeah. you can feel you can figure out your emotions by what's happening in your body. I Where think. are my shoulders? Are my shoulders tense right now? Is my jaw tense? I've been having a lot of jaw clenching. Locked jaw. Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I Am irritable I thirsty? because I'm thirsty or tired? You know, like doing actual check-ins with your Am body, just putting down high? your phone. No. <laughs> that is, that's definitely a, one of them too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I do. Yeah. Cause we get so out of, I feel like just feeling our bodies with our own bodies. I've really, I've adjusted my eating a lot, uh, recognizing how it works with my period and my hormone cycle oh, yeah. because I like the week before my period, I am hungry as fuck and I like I'm like ravenous I, salt. I can't get I need I want protein that's when mm. I'm like peanut butter spoon like wild nuts nuts I, <laughs> so many nuts constantly taking like nuts to the face before my period <laughs> and so like I but I say oh like now I know and I'm like oh my body's saying yeah you need this right now here I think during my period is when I go in my salt phase because mm. I feel like it's maybe replenishing something but yeah like feel what you're hungry for and yeah. then eat that thing too like is a good I think that that's what it, the intuitive I, idea is but again anything can end up because diet culture is so pervasive you don't want that to like cross into then becoming another diet yeah and another obsession yeah yeah so it's a slippery slope mm-hmm. You have to create a healthy balance. I'm yep. still working on it. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week for another. Yep. I think we're going to do pussy news next week. I think that would be a great idea. A lot of shit's happening. Yeah, we've been holding we've been holding <laughs> back. We've been holding back. And I'll just say before we go, Madison Cawthorn is currently trending on Twitter <gasps> and they're coming for his ass. Ooh. And Boy. I'd like to point out that we called it with this motherfucker way. Yeah, long what a ago. little piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> wow.